I'm definitely reinforcing my own narrative recording these. Today I want to look at the micro a bit differently because there's a lot I want to go through today. It's so easy to doubt yourself. Doubt is... Doubt exists behind every decision we make or every action we take. What path am I taking? Did I take the right path? Am I on the wrong path? Start thinking about different possibilities just because you realize that they, these possibilities exist. And if they do exist, then... Doubts. It's a full moon tonight. I think it's important to mention. Looking right at it. Says hi, someday I'm gonna be on the moon. Do I doubt that? No. Someday I'm gonna record on the moon and the world will listen. And the world will listen. I think that there'd be like a three minute delay or something like that, right? If I record on the moon and people are listening at the same time, I think there'd definitely be a delay. But whatever. I wonder how I'd feel while I'm up there, you know, knowing that I'm being listened to. Like, being there on my own, I think, would be a very different experience than knowing. But, like, I don't think I'll be anywhere near the person I am today by then. I think the last year alone... I went through 12 different mental phases <laughs> that I had to see the world through and interact uh, with the world through. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday, actually, and he was telling me, like, man, five years ago, if you looked at yourself right now, would you believe where you are? The fact is that no matter what I do, I never feel like I accomplished anything. I had cancer when I was 19. And I, I didn't, I don't know, I didn't want to talk about it for a very long time. I didn't want to talk about that. I didn't want it to define me, somehow, that that happened. It's like I just want to put it behind me somehow. A short phase in my life, you get sick, you get better, you move on. Life has slapped me in the face so many fucking times. And I can't help but think it was all for the good of who I am. 
or who I'm going to be. That for me is what that is. A lesson I had to go through everything. It wasn't easy coming to Germany. I had to go through a lot. I came here through a company that ripped me off big time. I could say it was stupid to go through the company, but I don't think I would have come here if I didn't go through the company. They got me here regardless, but I got ripped off by that company and I got ripped off by my landlord in this, the first apartment I rented myself. I got accepted in a university in Berlin and then two weeks before the university started they were like the course is cancelled, there's not enough students. But hey, we have a campus in Hamburg and you can take the course there, no problem. So that's how I ended up in Hamburg. A strong part of me just feels like I have to leave Hamburg right now. I have to go out. It's not my place. And why do I think that? It's just like every single time I try to um, interact with it in a way I feel like it's blocking me. It's a weird city, man. It's such a well-formed structure and like when you have so much order in a place, when you have so much structure, you feel like there's just less possibility of things, cool things going down. And like, I, it's an immature thought. I feel like I'm gonna miss out if I don't have fun during my time here. I don't need to have fun. But like, a part of me really needs to have fun. I can't explain it. No, I can't. <laughs> I can. But I need to function. I need to play to be able to continue to function. I'm not reaching an optimum state and I'm trying to reach an optimum state to let myself continuously stay in that optimum optimum state of just mental clarity. I feel like I, I am not always clear. A lot of the time I'm I, I'm foggy and somehow and just waiting for the times that I'm clear to be able to fucking do anything. When the fuck am I clear? When the fuck am I just gonna sit down and do the thing that I need to do? Jesus fuck, dude. I got a new leather jacket, by the way. A blue leather jacket that has a hoodie on it too. So it's pretty cool. I saw it and I was like, I I think I need this. There's so much I could say that I need, but... I just needed to somehow... have a... better exterior somehow. It's a funny thought when you think about it. You need to... cover yourself in a certain way that represents you. How do I want to be represented? 
I'm gonna go take a ginger shot and come back. Yeah, I'm not even gonna delete that gap. <laughs> I'm gonna admit something funny. Dude, it does not feel like I accomplished shit in my life. You know, this is how I feel right now. This is exactly how I feel. I wrote a book, I did a course, I started a podcast, and I'm just doing them. I don't feel like there's that much effort in it. It's just something that I started doing, and I did it. How I don't feel like... I don't know. I, I finished the thesis, I got a great grade, I still don't feel like I accomplished anything. These things, I'm, these short goals that I'm accomplishing, they're not hitting it for me. Like They don't give me the type of dopamine rush I need to continue. I don't see them as complete success and I don't think it has anything to do with the result. I think it had to do with how I really got to this result. I really feel like I could have done it with a different attitude with the thesis that would have made this me feel more fulfilling. And I would just say, like, the last night that I submitted it, I didn't sleep. I knew that I would do most of the work that night. I worked that one night, like, more than I worked in a week. And it's nice to be in that pressure, don't get me wrong. Like, your brain is just thinking, I need to put shit together as fast as possible such a wonderful state somehow <laughs> it's 
it's a nice state to be in. You see, like, your brain putting pieces together, and pressure makes that work somehow. But on the really last hour, the last two hours, like I said, I had to submit it at 4 p.m., and I printed it all out at like 2.30, so I had an hour and a half to bind it and turn it like into a presentable booklet. And I somehow managed to do that in 20 minutes because the, there was a place right next to the university that did that often that I've never been to in the last three years. They did it pretty quickly. So then I had an hour, basically. And what I mean is, is it's like, within that hour, I could have at least proofread the thesis. I just didn't give it one last read after it was done. I put all of the pieces together, and I didn't bother giving it that, like, one last read, one, like, sitting, all of it. I didn't do that. I already, like, went through all of it a million times, different different points. Obviously, you have to like continuous, continuously be editing, like and, and, and proofreading, adapting, adjusting. That last read, man. I think if I did that last read, I put that little bit of effort. I know I could have just because this is something important, but I decided consciously to be lazy. That this would have just felt so much more well-deserved because I just put that little bit of effort and it's it's that exact point that's pissing me off right now. I don't feel like I deserve the grade I got because I didn't put the effort that I think I could have. That's, I wish that was just with the thesis, though. Anything I could accomplish, like, I don't feel like the person, I, the person I am right now someone I should respect. All I am ever doing is... And then, like, you start thinking, and I think this often, I think, like, I'm doing this for selfish reasons. I'm talking on in front of this mic, or I'm, I'm writing that thing or doing that thing. It just all feels somehow selfish. But at the same time, I want to get it out there, and how, how am I going to get this out there. Uh, how am I gonna get this out there? And I was talking to Jan yesterday, like, I'm, I'm staying at Jan's apartment right now, in his roommate's room, because his roommate's in Thailand. Really kind guy to let me stay in his room. And I was telling him, like, man, I think what I am trying to do is to try to monetize what this universe is. <laughs> That's it. I'm trying to monetize on what this universe might be. Complex patterns of interactions of 
the same thing with itself somehow to express its own complexity infinitely and like it's not just that I I think these are somehow very general terms but I never once got to accept how intelligent this universe is you know we'd have debates in class and religion class and we'd have debates about faith or free will or what God knows is going to happen or what God doesn't know is going to happen and like uh, if God knows exactly what is going to happen with everyone at every moment then God is smart enough to know that we will drift away from the religions that came God is smart enough to know that these religions would happen and come he would be smart enough to know that we'd a thousand four hundred years later that's a fucking lifetime that we would drift away from that he would know that you know, it's just a part of what he knows and how he does continue continuing the process it's just thought will evolve and sometimes maybe it needs direction in one way or another energy expressing itself like this entity that came out of this complexity that understood this complexity in a way that other people didn't and then they spread that with people in a way that they would understand so that they would apply it in their lives rules and rituals so that the system can grow in a better direction and grow away from being animalistic be more intelligent be more focusing more on the qualities that make us intelligent focus more not on your internal desires and not on your stomach or not on your so your urge to, to fuck just think and do have the system function right and continue functioning they built these rules and laws that were completely that completely mirrored the culture that they were in at the time because that's what they evolved from that culture exactly so it needed to adapt to that dynamic and then they grew the way that they did and because of the religions they were able to grow so damn much it's the introduction of religion into life that allowed humanity to develop in the intellectual direction that it did if God is as smart as you claim he is then he knows that this religion is going to come and then that religion is going to come and this other religion is going to come and then you put them all together and realize, you know, maybe this was just evolution of thought that's happening in different places to allow the process to continue to fucking move maybe 
And is that what I'm trying to do? You have to ask yourself this question, like I ask myself constantly, do I think that if what I'm trying to do is really what I'm trying to do, which is really see what this universe is, see these interactions, see how I can explain that to people, then do I think that I want to... It's hard to say, even, you know, it's such a big statement, it's... Who gets to be that, you know? To be chosen like that, to be... The messenger. Moving through you somehow. So I can't help but look at all of my life and think... Maybe it means something. You know, the fact that I went to a new culture and the second that I went to this new culture, I got slapped in the face, I don't know how many times, never took it to heart, got cancer, and then got better, thank thankfully. But at the time that I got sick, I was, for one, not for a second alone. I always had people. I always, always had people. You know, the second I did my operation and they removed, they removed the tumor, I got back into the... Like, they dragged me back to the... <laughs> they took me back to the... to the room. And I remember, like, I just woke up from, I woke up from anesthesia, and uh, it was, like, this beautiful woman taking me back to the room. And the second I woke up from the anesthesia, I co completely became aware of what's happening. Like, it took me just one second to re recollect the, the events that went down. I think, you know, like, every single person that I talk to that took anesthesia, they usually wake up, and the first hours, three, four hours, they wake up, they don't remember. And they say dumb shit to the to the nurses that they're <laughs> they're interacting with because they're just completely high. It's fucking hilarious, dude. But uh, for me, like the second I woke up, I was with it, you know, and I knew like, okay, I'm in bed. I, then I checked like if what happened with the operation, and then they came and took me and brought me back to the to the room. And on the way, like I told the. Uh, the nurse, you know, how beautiful I think she is. <laughs> uh, she just smiled and, you know, they're trained a million times to know that, you know, people are going to be really high. Fucking hilarious, dude. Uh, so, yeah, man, the second I she took me back to the room was maybe half an hour, an hour, and then my aunt was there. She drove six hours to come see me. Insane. What a what a boss of a human being. What a like she can keep a million things in her head at the same time. This woman, man, I swear to God, I think that's such a gift. She, whatever you mention, she keeps track of it in her mind. And like, if I just mention briefly that I might need a new toothbrush, uh, two days later, a day later, like I'll see a toothbrush uh, somewhere you know, <laughs> for me. Um, and she has like five kids at the same time that she 
managed to put together turn into like good human beings I think that's so damn fucking important god god dude I think that's it I think that's what's going on yeah she's brilliant I recorded an episode with her actually I didn't upload and I think I should have I will I will, I will, I will. I should upload just more random different language episodes and just to record with people. I think Spanish I'd be a bit nervous to do. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm fluent, I'm fluent, believe me. But it's just a bit uh, weird, I think. If I want to have like an hour long conversation in Spanish, like maybe 15 minutes, like why do I not? Why do I think like it has to be longer? I don't feel I don't feel like ten fifteen minutes is ever enough for a good thought to occur. I really don't. And you know, life nowadays doesn't ever doesn't ever allow us that type of just freedom of mental space to think about this type of shit or uh, our own type of shit. Anything really. God, man, this society. And that was like one of the reasons I started this damn thing, man. Like, I don't think society is living right, and I want society to start living right. You know, I really don't think this is right. I think the way we interact with each other, the way we. anything, really. <laughs> the way we think towards ourselves, the way we approach the things that we care about. We can all just, like, understand it a lot more. I really believe that. I really, really believe that, you know. And really believe that we can all get in touch with something greater somehow just this what this is you know by getting in touch with ourselves god you know this is just uh how much intelligence exists in every single one of us and to uh, realize that that as a collective is moving towards something I can't help but think that something directed it somehow to make sure that the process continues to move you know, someone had to make sure that the universe didn't collapse for 14 billion years. And, you know, you could say that all of this is moving by itself. And, yeah, you know, it is moving within itself, from itself, by itself, you know. And that's what's fucked up about it, that this awareness still exists. Awareness within this thing, you know. As long as we're aware, that, that, that opens up so many doors, like, And there's something that I feel like I need to try and explain, and I can't get the right words for it, you know, the fact that just because awareness exists means that awareness is one thing. The fact that I can see right now and perceive this means that it's part of a lot of other, a much bigger seer, <laughs> somehow, you know, it's the... I don't think if I right now within my own consciousness and ego, if I experienced every single life that is happening around me, to feel everything that a bird feels, or a human being, or everything that exists at the same time, to have all of that in me, I think I'd collapse in a, in a fucking second, you know, I don't think that I can, you know, I'm living my life and just processing my own life is draining, and Imagine having to suffer the way an elephant suffers in, in a desert where he doesn't have water for weeks and he's trying to take his family to the middle of 
of the f- fucking nowhere just because 30 years ago his mother taught him that this area has some water and now he takes his entire tribe and there is no water what the fuck do you do you just walked your entire fucking family I don't know how many days to get here and now there's no water okay awesome life is fucking like that you know you just suffer and you go through shit and sometimes it's worth it and sometimes it isn't and everything fucking moves and it's a cycle and it continues and things learn and things adapt and move on it's been it's happening at a chemical level more than anything you know it's yeah i really do love chemistry man i think chemistry is such a fascinating thing you know, I did one year of university of chemistry, and I, I think, like, why why don't I ever mention that, you know? I think... it's. I think it's definitely something I'll really get into a lot more. Fucking just chemistry classes, man, how the universe builds itself. The building blocks of all... The representations of everything. Fucking molecules. But it's always a collective. Man, ginger shots really get the job done. So I have this mix of ginger, carrot, lemon, and a bit of pineapple. So I had a bit of pineapple and I threw it in. And, you know, this is a fucking lifesaver. This shit will restart your entire system. (laughs) It just tastes good, too. It's like a lot of ginger, so... That's how it is. That's how it is. So, yeah, I'm definitely gonna change the logo back to the logo that I made before... beforehand. The blue one with the... with the heartbeat. You know, that was something that I envisioned and I created. I'm a bit pissed off that, uh, you know, this guy Ahmed, uh, he's a good dude. His heart his heart is a good dude, you know. He's, he's a guy with a good heart and he's moving and I have nothing against that. But I can't help but see a fucking sharp stupidity inside of him. Like, it, it, it doesn't even hurt me to say that, you know. The second I saw him, it just felt like this guy is just not exactly focusing on the right thing, you know. And he just he's trying to think that he's focusing on the right thing, but he isn't. And that just makes me feel like that's the... There's a naivety and childishness in him that just wants to prove that... He's intelligent, that he's worth something in that direction. And, you know, I might have that too. I definitely uh, portray that image in, in one way or another. I fucking wrote a book about intelligence. Of course, I, I think I want to attach myself to that idea. But just when talking to him, I felt like a lot of the times I'm trying, like, he put the issue forward and I wanted to see, like, this issue from different sides. And he couldn't help but keep phrasing it in a diff- in a way that let it seem like it meant something, but it didn't, you know. I'm, I don't remember the exact wording that he mentioned. 
I don't fucking even remember what we talked about, but like he was just <laughs> I do. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm that intelligent, of course, of course. I fucking do. I have to make you guys feel like I know everything that I know about everything. You know, of course. Uh, so yeah, so always feel like uh, yeah, I always feel like I have this part of me that just ju- judges people in this way, and I never show it on the podcast, and I, I think that's not right. I think that's definitely not right. I don't want people to hate me or anything like that. You know, I think. The only reason Joe Rogan is as famous as he is and he can invite fucking anyone on his podcast and just do random shit is because the guy doesn't judge the people talking. He just lets them talk and he tries to understand a lot more about what they're talking about. And he does a fantastic job with that. But there's just a part of me that just talks to people and I see faults in them that I think like, you know, this fault is what's really driving you more than anything and it's something that's really dampening what you are and if you let that go I don't know what emerges but I think your identity is is around that and that's not nice you know even with Alia at that point I think Alia also it somehow feels like she's trying to be a lot bigger than, than herself than who she thinks she is You know, what right do I have to say that? Maybe she is just confident and with it, you know. But it, for me, feels like she comes from a very, very rich family. And because of that, she's able to keep pursuing the types of things that uh, keep enriching her soul. It wasn't uh, enrichment that she had to work towards uh, getting in that way. It was just available and she utilized it. It's good for her. That's I would utilize it too if I had the money, 100% fucking instantly I think I would you know maybe maybe I wouldn't once I do have the money or if I never went through the point of not having the money but you know before the point that I can afford taking a trip to uh, an island in in India just to meditate for two weeks uh, I don't think I can do that for a while you know even though it probably doesn't cost too much to be honest but um I still have a ways to go to build my structure, man, you know, and I always think that I need to build a structure to be able to do these other things, but I'm, I think I'm already doing a lot that that's covering what I am in the structure right now, like at least within the system that I'm playing in. And right now I just don't know where this is going to continue, exactly, like I'm applying to jobs, but it just feels, uh, I don't know. What type of job do I actually want to do, and how do I want to do it, and and in which direction do I want to go into? Huh. I want to utilize my body somehow and play a game while keep keeping on growing within that game somehow. But I can do that with hobbies like martial arts or anything like that. And hopefully, like the second I get a good system down with work, then I'm going to do that. But something I'm, I decided to do, like this one habit, like I know I'm going to stick with right now for, for a while more than any other habit that I'm doing. Every day, I'm doing 100 squats. Throughout the day you can do them, but I usually do them like in one, uh, not in one complete go, but like in one sitting, like uh, now I'm going to do them. You know, you have to wait t- 10 minutes for a train, you do them, or, you know, you're, th- you're, 
food is being cooked and you it, put it on low heat and, and you do them and like I do 50-50 or 25-25-25-25 you can do them throughout the day too but I've been doing that for today would be my fifth day and I just want to keep doing them man, because they're just putting so much more strength in my in a good portion of my body you know it's a good um, good amount of muscles of, of your body are actually in your lower body and it's not something i've ever been training you know i always train my upper body and say i'm walking enough <laughs> you know why would i have to train my legs too or like i always walk stairs and i always um, i don't know run so i think like why why the fuck do i have to like really really train my legs so I think like just adding a hundred squats a day, adding a hundred more of, you know, the strength of a hundred squats that you do every day with every walk that you do, you're just, I will carry myself better, you know, I will carry my weight in a stronger fashion, my f- my foundation will be more solid and that's what I, I feel like I need right now, a good foundation. Wow, <laughs> I guess that's why like I'm really putting so much... Uh, energy into it man I think that's so important for me right now when I when I take my backpack out with the laptop in it I feel like you know it's heavy and uh, this heaviness I feel on my back when I when I walk I don't want to feel heavy when I walk I want to feel light when I walk I don't I really don't want to feel heavy when I walk I am light on my feet I need to feel like it's easy to move through this world and I just feel every waking moment that there's weight on me and I I, I don't like that obviously weight is not nice (laughs) I know I shouldn't fear anything I still remember that dream you know I still remember being afraid of that wolf and I I tell myself not to be afraid or I tell myself I'm, I'm not supposed to be afraid and you know, I'm, I'm. I think I'm way less afraid than than I would have been five years ago when I first came here and I was going through all of that and and being bitten in the ass a few times. Like that stress got me to get cancer, and yeah, that was uh, <laughs> a long time ago. Somehow, I wouldn't ever be stressed enough to get cancer again. I think. I wouldn't let myself be stressed enough, you know, nothing's worth it and everything continues to move. As long as I can eat, I'll continue to live and something will work out somehow. Your body will adapt, your body can go three weeks without eating any food, man. I think that thought is insane. I don't think I can let myself go on three weeks without eating just to see like how it's like to uh, fast like that. Jesus, dude. Would you? So, like, how can I be afraid? And this is something... I don't know if, you know, this is something I should talk about or not. Sometimes things happen in your life and you're just not sure if... uh, People will will accept the fact that it happened, man. (laughs) Or they'll just interpret it in the most fucked up way. (coughs) You know, behind every bad that happened to me in my life, 
I always saw some good out of it. You know, sure, I didn't go to Berlin and study in Berlin, but I got to come to Hamburg and see Hamburg as a city and see my friends here, like Jan. I would have never met Jan if I never came here. I would have never had so much time with Jan if I never came here. Someone so with it, you know? <laughs> I can't explain how with it he is. He has so much damn energy to keep moving in a, an intelligent manner. It's, it's just, wow. Build systems around himself that function somehow with people. And yeah, yeah, I got a lot out of this dude, definitely. He got a lot out of me too. <laughs> and that really, like looking at myself right now, I think I'm. I'm solid as a person, you know, I just need to have money. <laughs> I just need to have cash. A source of income somehow, man. That's it. And like, am I limiting myself thinking how... How I can work or what I can do to make money? Maybe, man, maybe. I'm not sure how I should go on further about this. I'm not sure how to go on further about this. La 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 Yeah, so right now like I'm going through options of, you know, do I talk about what happened or do I not talk about what happened? It's not uh, an easy thing to... Like, I don't know how to interpret this. I don't know how to look at this. And this is why, like, I'm, I'm finding it's a question that I ask myself if I... Should I identify with the archetype of a prophet? Of a messenger? Somehow. Just the idea that I think that, I think, is, is funny. That I can entertain that thought, you know, and I, I think about it and I think, you know, there wasn't just like really one prophet, because I'd say a prophet is someone who really influ influences thought. Someone, a philosopher that, that got a message through and it became a part of the cultural or societal subconscious because it's not just your subconscious that you have as a single entity there's a subconsciousness shared within a, within a culture everything that's being subcommunicated by everyone at every fucking moment uh, you can see that in newspaper and in, in movies and just everything with the way how they talk and these elements are you know with Carl Jung he describes the elements as archetypes such as the tree of life you know the tree of life is something we can all see and in instinctively understand that you know this you go to it you can you can you know there's myths about it in movies and stories 
for kids and adults where you know you get to the tree of life or the fountain of life and you get to immortality and you live forever find the source of fresh water in the wild uh, that has a good habitat around it and you'll more or less live forever you know it's a tree of life or it's a fountain of life so our ancestors lived through those experiences for a while and, and now they're in us somehow um, so there is a collective subconscious too it's not just uh, you that has a subconscious you know this is this is a pretty I think when I thought about when I read about it and I under, like, understood it somewhat I was like oh <laughs> cool <laughs> that's pretty nice you know it's not just me who has a subconscious it's like the collective is moving subconsciously as well 90% of everyone's brain is, is who knows man so obviously the collective is, has a 90% unconscious movement that's happening with 10% directing it somehow um, yeah to identify with that type of uh, type of thing you know like you look at Socrates I look at him and I think you know like this guy put his, his method, message forth, he thought thoughts, and he explained them properly, found the right way to describe them to other people and have them understand it, and bam, it stayed, and it continued and proliferated into different types of ideas of thought. So I read somewhere, I'm not sure about this, uh, to be honest, wait... I think I read it in Sophie's World. It's like a, it's a good introduction to philosophy type of story. It's built as a story of a little girl being <laughs> like getting letters in a box from from who knows what that that explain philosophical concepts. Funnily, I wouldn't say funnily. It's it's it's, it's entertaining. That's what's important. It keeps your attention. And and there, like I think he mentioned that Islam is based the Islamic religion is based off of the Socratic ideas and that's why women for example aren't that uh, they don't have that much right because Socrates thought that it was only the man that put the seed into the woman and it was the man's seed that mattered and the woman was just like soil he didn't know that it was both you know the woman is seed and soil and the man is just seed and you know that in itself is an archetype the fact that the woman is as uh, soil and seed you know it, it gives life and it is life and the man is like the outer structure that's trying to it's weird like trying to understand what the archetypes of the mother and father are because they just encompass so many fucking different things at the same time you look at the mother and, and she is nature and you know what what exactly is father it's a quality within nature itself so it's always the mother that's containing the the man it's always nature that's that's enveloping us you know no matter what we do we will always be a part of nature you know we'll, we're animals within this part within this cycle and nature isn't something that will ever be above because we are it and we are representing it within everything else that's alive and the environment around us so the mother always encompasses the father and the mother is, is the soil and the seed, the, the man is the seed. The father is somehow, sometimes structure and sometimes judgment, sometimes discipline. The mother is also destruction and, and death 
life taker because nature will fucking kill you but nature can also be very kind and nurture you and help you grow so you put these attributes together you put the father and mother but you know the only thing that I can derive from from what I've read about this from Eric Eric Neumann his name is called and the book's called Origins and History of Consciousness he talks about how religions evolved or mythologies the stories behind religions evolved and how we are based no I wouldn't say how we are based but how consciousness evolved with those myths Uh, I think those are cats mating. <laughs> I have no idea. So yeah, there's the... Yeah, so the earliest myths, they always looked at the universe as a, let's say, circle. A perfect, unified, complete circle. And how that circle you can see as a snake as well that's eating its own tail. So what's happening essentially is that we're consuming from the world to continue the world uh, and that's the snake consuming itself to continue itself sure it can just stay in place and be the same size but it wants to keep moving and it'll keep indulging in its hunger to keep satisfying its incredible growth and it just continues to continue to do that that's what they thought, you know, back, I don't know how many thousands of years. And through throughout, the, the stories keep evolving and how heaven and earth, which is essentially, I think, the circle being a complete entity, split. And within that splitting, everything came to exist. And you see that with your, you know, your embryo starts splitting and at the beginning it's perfect you know your baby doesn't need to be anything it's it's full potential it's just possibility it's, it's just possibility really and that embryos they're perfect the perfect amount of nutrients the perfect space that it's a nourishing environment and safe safe so important so safe and then it can it splits the cells divide and they split and they split and they split and they split and then you're this entirely new different complete thing that can think and walk and talk and fuck and dance and be mean to their moms who held you in your stomach for nine months shit dude 
Shit, man. Life is, uh... Life is like that. And it's, it's like, this is what I mean when I say everything is just, uh... A different representation <laughs> within all of this, you know? It's us splitting, and, you know, we're, we... It's, we, dis we unidentify, or disidentify? Unidentify? Unidentify. With the fact that we are literally from everything around us. We are... Our consciousness isn't foreign to the things that are happening around us. Our consciousness is the product of the 90% that we're not seeing, which is everything that's letting us live, and the 10% that we are seeing. You know, we're not seeing <laughs> the bacteria that allow our digestion or, or a tree to, to grow, how viruses are interacting with each other, how the smallest of animals are eating each other to the top. There's so much fucking happening that's outside of our 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 possible imagination, even in space of, of things interacting or fucking storms or tornadoes happening, planets away, supernovas exploding, stars I don't know man <laughs> crashing into each other. All of that is happening out there, you know, and and we're here chilling. <laughs> Everything is happening, you know, moderately at a slow scale compared to how fast we're moving right now so hopefully we can catch up you know that's the that's the idea that's the idea of life you know being able to understand itself control itself manifest itself continue eating its own snake to continue representing itself differently at different levels continuously eating its own tail And these ideas, you know, kept evolving and evolving, and s the separation between what this thing was becomes the mother and father, and and the, the hero, the kid that's born, that's being supported by the mother, but's also threatened by the mother, and continuously faces what he doesn't know, gets from it, and becomes better because of it, and is able to face more stuff, and the ability to continuously keep facing different things is what makes the hero the hero rather than his ability to keep conquering the things that he... his ability to continue attempting <laughs> conquering them is more valued. <laughs> and I have to, like, think that I'm, I'm the hero myth somehow, you know? Everyone is, I swear. Like, every single action you do, you're approaching the unknown and trying to more or less align yourself with what you want. What do you want? What do you want? And I wanted to try to clarify that, but I think I can't just do like one one episode about it and be like, yeah, I did understanding want, that's over. I think want is such a fucking big thing. The fuck does anyone want, man? Jesus fuck. How could you not? How can you still decide not to, not to say hi? So something I have to talk about happened today. I really, I really had to, uh, I really had to uh, go to, 
hang out, you know, with anyone. And my my friend Dennis, his mom's pretty fucking cool, man. He's she's like the coolest human being. She went to Palestine and she chilled with my aunt, and she's like my mother here in in Germany. I'd say, you know, like <laughs> she's pretty cool. She's pretty fucking cool, man. I swear to God. Um. I swear to God, I swear to God, I swear to God. So, yeah, man, I think she's a pretty cool woman. Like, she goes clubbing with us, like, if I go out with Dennis. Imagine, man, like, an almost 50-year-old woman is going out clubbing. She has so much energy, and I see that in Dennis, too. He's such a good reflection on her. And I think, like, I did a very good first impression when I met her for the first time. Like, I was in Dennis's place, and, and his his room is on the rooftop of his house. <laughs> Actually, Jan and Dennis, their room is the top level of the house. It's basically, imagine the cellar, but looking, like, really, really good. That was both the rooms. They were both at the top of the hierarchy of their entire family, you know? What a fucked up thing, man. Like, now that explains so much about how they are as people. They always see themselves as the top of the group that they're interacting in. It's insane. <laughs> Alpha much? And I was chilling with him in his room. Like he has a piano in his room and he's he's playing. And now he has his DJ set there and he's, like, DJing like crazy. And... Yeah, yeah, I was, like, asleep, and he started, he woke up early, and he started, like, practicing his, his mixtape, seeing, like, what to put and how to fuck around. But I think, like, he does that on purpose, just to, like, <laughs> show people, like, he's working hard. No, no, like, he had, actually had a show that night. So his mom walks in when I was there, like, three years ago, maybe. And, you know, she starts trying to speak to me in English. Her English was okay. It's, it works, it's fine. And she tells me, like, she studied in the UK and, like, how she blah, blah, blah. And, like, I listened and I, I, I smiled and talked to her. And I'm like, oh, and, like, now I see how where Dennis got his good looks from. <laughs> uh, she liked she liked that compliment, too, because Dennis is actually really handsome and she loves her kid. Uh, so she instantly, like, smiled at that. And I think since that moment on, she really liked me. <laughs> I think from that moment on, she really liked me. Um, so, like, we went out for drinks today, her and a few other people, her daughter, too. And, 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 and. That was nice, you know, we chilled in German. I thought, you know, that's good practice for my German. I haven't been in that situation in a while. And... Hmm. And what, what, what? What, what, what? What, 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 what? What, 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 what? So to continue the story, I I was at the end of the night, you know, I told um ooh this would get into another story. <laughs> I'm not even I'm not fucked to talk anymore. 
Yeah, really, like, I'm not uh, bothered to talk more, but I think I will. So regardless, I'm not going to get into the other story, I'll get into it later. I, a while back here in Hamburg, I, I was following this girl on Instagram, and I, th- I thought she was cute, you know, generally. I thought, like, wow, she's a, she's a nurse at a, at a children's hospital, dude. And she was helping, uh, like, she's helping children on a day-to-day basis, and I thought she was gorgeous, and I was like, oh, shit, this is this is a good heart, you know, this is a soft and delicate heart, and uh, I, I think, like, that's wonderful that a person like that exists, and I thought, like, that's pretty cool. And out of nowhere, like, at some point I stopped following her because I thought she focused too much on showing how cute she is somehow. You know, she's just taking modeling photos and, and showing them off and I thought, you know, it's taking away a lot from what, what I thought you cared about, you know, I didn't think you cared about this shit and I unfollowed her so I don't know, I always always somehow felt that I would see her again, or see her in person I really felt that I, I would see her and when I went to Berlin, by the way when I when I was walking back home I was walking from the station to go get the bus from Berlin back to Hamburg. I had 30 minutes to catch the bus. I got out of the station. I slept like three hours the entire night so that I can wake up early and, and get to the bus. And on the way from the from the train station up the stairs, I see her walking down. And I'm like, oh, wait, I know you. And she's like, yeah, but I don't know you. You're very aggressively, very quickly. Uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, like I, I followed you on Instagram at some point, and I thought you were cute. Uh, but I think I stopped following you, t- following you at some point because I felt like you were focusing too much on uh, being too cute. <laughs> I think I just like flat out, honestly, told her like the thought process that I went through when I interacted with her on on, on social media, I guess, in my own fucking way. And she had like this black friend with her. who who was just a fun dude because I think he wears that persona really well and it's always funny like when you talk to a girl that has a friend next to her isn't uh, that isn't uh, what's it called Uh, that isn't what's it called Yeah, <laughs> a friend that isn't uh, actually sleeping with a girl. He's just literally this girl's friend. When you talk to the girl, it's usually, I think, worse than a boyfriend, man, when you when you do that, because they, I feel like that their insecurity, they think like, oh, maybe I should protect her from this guy, but at the same time, I'd like to sleep with her if she breaks up with her boyfriend. So, like, how do I fucking act in this situation? <laughs> and then they, like, I don't know, try to out alpha you in that game that you're playing together i've i've seen it so many times it's not, it's not even it's not even funny man. like um insecurity in people man it's it's lovely and you have to cope with that you know and i, I talked to him made a joke and then continued talking to her and then i told her yeah that, that's what i think that's cool it's cool that i saw you and then i just walked away um, didn't even bother so Today, while chilling with Tanya and, and you know, Dennis's mom and drinking and chilling, 
Ansaro, uh, his, his sister. Um, we, at the end of the night, I told her I'm not going to attend my graduation in, in, in two weeks because I'm going to go to Jordan for one week. I, I booked back to Jordan to see my family. I haven't seen my family in a year. My sister is going back to Amman with her kid, Qais. And I want to just see this dude, you know, before he grows too much. I don't want him to grow too fast before I, I see him. I want to see him this young. I didn't get to see him as soon he as he was born. Everyone else did, except my dad and I. But, you know, it would be nice now that, you know, me and my dad would see him together for the first time. I think that would be pretty cool. And, like, I just like to have a baby that I can chill with, man. I think that would be just nice for me, you know. I think having a baby next to me and just, like, working on my laptop would just be the coolest shit. You know, if the baby obviously didn't cry that much. But I'd, I'd really like a kid, you know. It's always been something I wanted. I always wanted to be a good father, you know. I always wanted to be able to raise my own children. And I really hope I get that chance. You never know what can happen in life. Um, really, anything, anything at all can happen. Anything at fucking all can happen. Anything at all can happen, man. So what happened <laughs> was that I was having coffee with Tanya at like two in the morning, man. Like right now to to just like chill together before everyone goes home, and she knows I'm not gonna be at the graduation, so she wants to have a coffee. So we have a coffee, and while talking to Tanya, I see behind her, over her shoulder, like 10 meters away, I see the same girl that I ran into in Berlin walking by by herself, like, really quickly, too. So I I saw, I looked at Tanya, I looked at Sarah, I told them, just guys, one second, they know that, like, I am <laughs> spontaneous, like that, and I go, and I... and I do it. I I went and I talked to her, so I w stood up and I ran and I went to her, and I told her, "Hey, yo, it's me from back in Berlin." You know, while she was moving like super quick, and she's like, she just looks at me and says, um, "I I don't want to do this, not tonight." And she keeps walking. She doesn't want to talk to me at all. And I was like, weird, you know. I look at her for a second. And I'm like, but wait, you know, like I ran into her once and, you know, now I ran into her again out of out of absolutely nowhere. So I, I really don't think that life puts these types of situations in front of you just so that you can sit and watch them pass by. You know, if like if she passed by and I saw her pass by and I didn't go talk to her, I think I would uh, really think about it a lot. I think like, but what if I did talk to her? You know, how would my life be different? How would um, maybe I really connect with this person and, and they'd open up doors to my life that I didn't expect can be open? And that's what everyone I think wants in, in a way, a novelty in a, in a fresh, beautiful way coming at you from someone you love. Novelty, novelty, novelty. So... So... To get deeper, I, I 
went to her again like I ran again I think like she was at least 15 meters away already like I had to walk a distance or run a distance and then I was like but wait you know like we ran into each other twice and I don't think coincidences like this happen often and I just wanna and then she like interrupted me and she's like I remember who you are I can't do this tonight and she kept on on going you know and I was like oh so you had a really bad night while she was still walking and then I I, I stopped you know she she seems like she's having a fucking bad night <laughs> I have no fucking idea like what the fuck could happen to a person for them to really treat a person like that so I, I stood there like and I asked myself like what if I was in her position like what could I be going through to the point that if life threw something like me at them <laughs> would they stop and listen or would they just keep walking away would they seize this type of opportunity you know like I I need to look at myself as, as a catch otherwise what's the fucking point I can't doubt that I'm I'm someone that that is nice to have in their life I care about the people in my life man and I don't hurt anyone at least intentionally I, I don't want to hurt anyone and then like that somewhat hurt me I'd say you know I was just like I, I took it well I, it doesn't affect my ego at all but I just can't help but think to myself like how at what point in your life do you need to be to I don't know to really shut that type of experience out of your life Do I feel like I'm gonna run into her again? I really have no idea this time. You know, after the time in Berlin, I still had the feeling, you know, I think I'm gonna run into this person again. But, uh, right now, I think it would do for a very nice story, honestly. Like, if I run, run into her in five years and be like, oh, guys, guess fucking what? <laughs> I fucking ran into this girl again and this 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 happened this time. Um It would be funny and I think like that'll be but like this time I don't have the feeling of whether or not I'm gonna see her, you know. Maybe now that I'm talking about it I feel like I will <laughs> some fucking how. And Yeah, that uh, got to me somehow I'd say. Uh but not really, honestly. Like I'm okay with it. I think I got so used to rejection from girls, man. And I think like it builds character somehow. You stop being afraid of approaching things in in life in general, not just women, because women are fucking scary, man. They're terrifying <laughs> to to most men, to everyone, man. And facing that constantly of, of, of approaching that I think makes me <laughs> really more courageous and you know skydiving <laughs> or anything I think that's pretty cool but I feel like martial arts man facing like face to face with someone and physically fighting I think that builds confidence like nothing else I think that's just you carry it in your body just this safety you know that the world really can't hurt you that much you know like you'll get punched you'll feel the pain but you'll keep going and it's going to be good for you because it's making you stronger 
your exterior can take more and I love that feeling I think that's amazing and I when I did kickboxing here in Hamburg for two months it was just uh, training you max maximum <coughs> there was zero sparring zero zero fucking sparring at all just like hitting mitts that other people hold up for you I think I need the sparring man. I think I need to have someone in front of me that I know or don't know and I because like I did one class in, in boxing uh, in the same like hall so what you do is you buy like one ticket during a duration and during that duration uh, you get to go to any class that they that they offer and they have like tons of classes a day and everything so like really nice halls that can quickly change into different types of rooms I think that's so sick like I need to ask like who designs this type of room and integrate that back into Jordan somehow man I think societies like Jordan or anything like societies really need that I think that's something that's really important rooms like that you know you quickly get into the room there's a small storage area to the to the left and next to it is another small storage area that still fits into the scheme of the room and then you just take the equipment out like very quickly it's all rolling equipment place it instantly and then you start the class so when we started parkour class we had to build the class ourselves very quickly you don't have that in jordan man you don't have that in the middle east at all being able to fucking have a parkour hall you know where the fuck is that in the middle east that's this cheap actually for anyone who wants to fucking just practice dumb shit um so yeah I there was no physical contact but I went to this boxing class and in this boxing class <laughs> in this boxing class I when we sparred with people we had to like do some exercises and I always went for their face man I always went to they always put their guard down and the most important thing in, in boxing no matter what the fuck the exercise we're doing and they always have to remember this is always have your fucking face covered man always have your hands up always have no fucking matter what you do not take a fucking hit to the face <laughs> that's that's what brings you fucking down your body fucking can take it <laughs> you know always keep your hands up always keep your hands up no idea what this sound is so yeah that's the craziness uh, about it I always went for the face and I when the even when the technique or the exercise that we're doing together wasn't about hitting the face you'd have to tap their right and left shoulder for example or hit them on their body or anything like that I'd throw a fucking punch in the face but like not strong just to tap them just to like keep you have to fucking keep your hands up you know we're exercising but this is important even during this exercise you have to know that you have to have this fucking foundation and then you fucking continue I can't have I can't let myself you know with the partner in front of me know that I'm I'm not doing my my best to yeah, get the fucking message across man this is uh, life or death. I think I would have been a good soldier, man. <laughs> like with swords and stuff, but like you, you'll die in a second. You know, it's not a life that I think is sustainable. <laughs> but I think I would have done well with that. I think I would have done well. Uh, maybe for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
rather than just got a bullet under my head. Um, yeah, life can somehow sometimes be ruthless. Life is sometimes ruthless, but it's kind. I don't know, man. It's weird. Like when I did get sick, and I guess I shall talk about it. It's part of me saying no, part of me saying yes. I got sick and then my dad was going into the garden and our, we have like big fences in, in, in our in our home like the the fence is big and there's no way for a black lamb to or it was a black goat yeah it was a black goat my dad found in our garden like a mature big black beautiful goat so what they did was they they you know they checked if the door was open or not I'm not sure even if, if the door of the outer gate was was slightly open so that the goat can enter what the fuck you know where the f where the goat had to have walked i don't know how long to get there the area you know how many fucking goat farms are, are around their house so they took the goat and they asked like so many fucking different farms around if, if they know what the fuck, ha like where the fuck this goat came from. And all the farmers said, we have no idea. We have no, we have no clue where this goat is from. Because like any farmer would know his fucking cattle, you know, it's a, it's a unique looking goat. It's not a goat you, you lose. No one knew where the fuck it came from. It was just in our backyards, alive and well and eating grass. And then they gave it, uh, they gave the goat to a farmer just to like have the goat be somewhere where they can, they, where it can live. They're, he's like, yeah, I can take care of it for you. Just like I can have it. You know, it's going to be good to have an extra goat. Of course. <laughs> he took it, but then he, he gave it back to my, my mom and dad because... <laughs> the goat, the black goat, was having too much sex with the rest of the goats. <laughs> that's what the fucking goat did. At least that's what my dad told me. He might have been joking. Um, but then, like, they killed it and, and <laughs> ate, ate the goat. But gave, like, a lot of meat away for other people. That's, like, right when I was in, in my bed, you know, like, after the operation and stuff that was that was happening after the chemotherapy that was happening over there so like my imagine like having parents that are that live you know in their perspective we're the parents now there's their son lives our son lives three thousand miles away in a country that's foreign to us and we don't know fucking anything about it or anything he's going through but we trust him and we believe like he's adjusting himself properly with what's what he's he's dealing with and now he's sick with the worst possible thing anyone can be sick in not really but for the sake of of, of this story 
because they're parents and this is still like a, a big deal for them and they can't fucking do anything about it they're just sitting there depressed with the thought that their son is sick I didn't even fucking want them to know that I got sick I told my brother because I fucking had to tell someone and he told my sister and my sister was like how did you have to tell them you know uh, I don't know if I, I want like there was no utility in them knowing they cannot do anything about this and it will only hurt them you know I don't want to inconvenience anyone I don't I have this thing in me that does not want to inconvenience anyone and I don't know what the fuck to do with it I don't want to be a problem for anyone and that's like I need to feel like I can be a problem for people you know like that's okay you know, I can be annoying or I can be myself without having to be a certain really specific way for you to to like me fuck my life we all carry so many insecurities man I think that's the truest thing just like see them man try to fucking see them that's so important just to see it yeah, this really helps this is my own self uh, self made therapy my own therapy sessions going down my own therapy sessions going down so like I promise I'll live an interesting life like I'll do my best I swear I don't know how the next seven years are gonna go but I'll really try to be really the, the best I can be I have to like I'm gonna be recording once a week so I, I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen or how it's gonna happen like I've done this long enough for it to be, be a habit like I really really I cannot break this promise to myself man I, can, I really just cannot I cannot So yeah, the, I got sick and, you know, it seemed like a very bad situation and they got a fucking goat out of nowhere, man. I can't look at this and just, just ask myself fucking how. And I can't see things as coincidences anymore, you know, I can't see that no matter what, what the fuck was thrown at me in this world so far, it somehow worked out well so far. <laughs> You know, that's uh, you. I can look at disadvantages and look at bad things, but I think like it was really, really so, so cool, so fucking cool. Yeah. So cool, so cool, so fucking cool. My clouds are cool. Clouds are cool, clouds are cool, clouds are clouds and clouds. Clouds, the clouds, the clouds, the clouds, the clouds. Clouds, the clouds, the clouds. Clouds, clouds, clouds. Clouds, 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 clouds. 
all the clouds in the world. Yeah, dude, like, I'm, I'm excited to see my nephew, definitely. Yeah, I think that's just cool. That is just cool. That is just cool. That is just cool. I imagine, like, my sister now has to travel to another country with a fucking baby with her. Haha. <laughs> She's gonna be like the mom that no no it's gonna be the well, I think like, I I I don't think like he'll be crying throughout the entire may probably he's a baby and he doesn't know what the fuck's going on, and airport's just too much stimulus for him at 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 a single point you know he doesn't get the fuck like all this movement going down there's too much movement <laughs> there's too much separation happening from the perfection that I just recently was. Yeah, part of me thinks that we're still, as a species, or as an intelligent entity, very close to the wisdom of what the universe is. I think as life continues to evolve through us, we will really drift away from what we think life is, or what we think we are, or what this is. We'll drift so much away from it before we get back to it again. And then get back to it, and then drift away from it again, and... Fuck, dude trying to really see the patterns of how th this everything moves itself but you'll always know that i am only able to see these patterns through the interpretive structure that i inhabit i do not know how the other patterns exist at different levels of complexity that i just sim simply can't see how energy moves itself differently like man i I passed out doing hot yoga and I went to another universe for what felt like a lifetime but it was just one second for me and like in the real world I passed out for a second or two tops and the guy woke me up and I quickly saw his face and it all came back it was really weird it was like I had no idea where the fuck I was or how I was it you know that really did something to me, man, I think. Like, it just took me out of, of the reality of, of just me being me. Like, the idea of me having a single soul, you know. It's, it's that idea somewhat dissolving, but the idea in my mental space of I is still very, very strong. I do not want to lose the way I, I judge things, I guess. I think the way that I, I judge these things is something that I appreciate about myself a lot. And... Maybe it's it's not even a good way to judge. But see, like this is the reason I like the fact that, that I judge the way that doubts that doubts its own judgment. I really, really uh, appreciate that about myself. I'll just see go back and work again on the on the different thing. What fits and what doesn't. What the fuck this universe is? This is what this is all fucking about. That is the question on everyone's mind. And somehow we think we have the answer just by moving through our day. I don't get it. There, the answer, man, though. <laughs> I believe that you can find it. How complicated this thing is, how... how it will always contain you because you're playing within it and from it what the fuck
What the fuck, what the fuck? What the fuck, what the fuck? I really think this is enough for uh, an episode, like my entire body is uh, aching. And I think I'm gonna run tomorrow morning with a guy. Yeah, yeah, cool Egyptian dude, man. I think like I should do an episode with him in, in Arabic. Like, why the fuck not? <laughs> cool fucking dude. Uh. Yeah, man, this ginger stuff, I'm gonna drink more of it before I sleep. I did not drink enough. I did not drink enough, 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 enough. A part of myself feels like I can follow certain patterns of behavior really well because they're patterns I'm used to and I, I know like how to to continue this conversation, for example, or how to make this joke or talk. I don't know, man, like how you embody yourself in fucking social interactions or really anything. And I'm... I don't know, I feel like changing the pattern or figuring out new ones and I'm not sure how to figure out new ones because I am so used to the way that I'm already doing it that when I'm faced with something slightly different I would huh, need to adjust again, you know, and how many times do I have to fail to keep adjusting? How am I gonna portray my message better? <laughs> I am really here and I exist and I feel like I <laughs> want some appreciation. Some love, but I have all the love I really need right now, I guess probably need a lot of love later let me know love later what is love baby don't hurt me don't hurt me no more such a deep and meaningful song if you think about it <laughs> so the only song that matters. There's another thing I want to admit. Another thing I want to admit. Sometimes I feel like I'm the most stupid person there is in the world. Quite a common feeling, I think. I really feel like I'm 
really stupid, trying really hard to be smart. Because I remember, you know, when I really came into this world and, like, I, I remember feeling so fucking confused as a kid, like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Social interactions are happening. And I miss, I miss that, that rebel in me when I was, when I was a kid. Now that I have a bigger body, it just feels like it's, uh... How can I continue being this rebel, you know? I used to... Really go my own way, man. As a kid, I was nuts in the house. Chaos. <laughs> pure, pure fucking chaos, man. Running around with my pampers around the house, just hiding under the sink. <laughs> running around, running around, experimenting, you know, putting things up my butt. <laughs> Jesus dude Jesus So like I was pure chaos man I even like remember Which is weird like how I could identify my mom through A feeling, a scent You know I, I would walk around, waddle around I'm not sure where I am, what's happening But I'm just waddling because I know how to waddle And I'm excited Maybe just my body is used to this procedural motor function that it, it does while my brain is still trying to fucking know what the fuck's happening following really basic instincts man like i just i think it's the smell of the mother the sound the idea of in which direction she might be it's it's a feeling of where you need to go and and then she's there and she hugs you and she's your mom she's the best she's the fucking best she is really the best. She is really the best. She is really, really, really the best. My mom's the best. My mom's the best. My mom, mom, mom's the best. So I still think that... I still think that a lot of me is from my mom. I still... Yeah, a part of me is afraid of losing the rebel in me as a kid like a part of me is afraid of losing what makes me a kid as well and wow the fact that life can make you feel that way man i think that i think this is something everyone goes through and at some point you forget that you go through it because you got used to the pattern of believing that you can't be a child anymore so my dad called me the other day he was like yo i wanted to have this talk with you for a while wasn't a good time for his talk but he was like yo you graduated right now you're not a kid anymore you're a man you need to take responsibility and i was like he's like a dad and he thinks like he needs to have these talks with you you know which is cute and, and i love it and i appreciate it it's actually pretty adorable <laughs> if you think about it i'm not i'm not saying like i have the answers or i have the 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 wisdom to to really tackle this properly but like i definitely don't think that i needed to hear the f the fact that I'm I'm not uh, I'm not a toddler anymore, and that I'm I should be a functional adult by by this point in life. <laughs> I got this concept uh, pretty well, I think. You know, so having having to hear it from him wasn't the nicest. Um, 
especially when I it was directly after I told him that I'm I booked my flight to Amman to see them for a week and that I'm missing my graduation. He's like, why are you missing your graduation? I didn't even want to go to begin with, you know. And now that they're asking me that I'm gonna miss it, or are you sure you're not gonna miss it? I'm like. Now I'm thinking about it, you know, but like if they didn't ask me, I would have been like, I'm excited. Like if I told him, all I wanted to hear was, I'm happy that you're going to be here too, man. Like that's pretty cool, you know, regardless of of the graduation. It's nice that you're fucking here, you know, it's really nice that you're fucking here. Someone opened the window. I guess I am pretty loud. I don't even want to look at the watch. I don't even want to look at the watch. I don't even want to look at the watch. I don't even want to look at the watch. Am I gonna look at the watch? I'm not gonna look at the watch. Um. Uh, where was I? <laughs> where was I? The famous question. Where were my thoughts? Yeah, sometimes I think, you know, my thoughts move in too many different directions that somehow link to each other, that it doesn't let me just hold, like, one thing and go deep within that itself, you know? Even though that I think that by linking it to these other things that it's... that connection is done and... and doesn't need to ex be explored further, now that it fits at this level, at least. Not right need to dig deeper somehow. How do I influence that with my thoughts themselves? I don't know. We'll see if that even works. Brr, reprogramming mind. <laughs> Done. Uh, <laughs> no, no, definitely not. So, no, seriously, where was I? Maybe it's like nice to just not know where, where I was and just end this. Be like, yo, I have to go and sleep. This was nice. A lot of admissions today, a lot of... Uh, a lot of stories shared, a lot of things being shared deeply. And memories to get back to, you know. It's nice to listen to these at some point and be like, oh, this is the state of mind I was somewhat going through back at that point. Um, maybe I can try to relive that week, see what was happening, and, and imagine like what what the fuck I was going through as a mental state. I think recently I, at some point, like I used to, whenever I wanted to really think about something, I would lie down, close my eyes, and let my mind just think about this thing, and and I I love doing that, with like almost no restrictions, and you let it let it go. But now I'm saying that when I let it go, it just it doesn't focus on that one thing. It focuses on the million other things that are that are are coming, and I'm I'm paying attention to all of them, and I need to just put this one attention to this one thing, and and make it happen somehow. Make it happen somehow. Ah. <sighs> I will see. I'm gonna fly to. I'm flying to Amsterdam on the. The fuck is even today, man? On the 18th of September, in five days. 
Uh, I'm gonna stay there four days, and directly when I come back from Hamburg, I'm gonna fly from Hamburg to Amman for one week. Just one week. I think that's so enough in Amman. Like, I don't think I can do more than that in that place. It's nice and it can be fun, but uh, I. I really need to be in Germany, I need to really get the passport. I think that's the most important thing to happen. That's the most important thing to happen. That's the most important thing to happen. That's the most important thing, that's the most important thing, that's the most important thing to happen. Yeah, I've been trying to link my the my friend Omar, the guy I stayed with for a while. I wanted to introduce him to another friend of mine that I think they I think they'd both be a really really good couple together. I think they'd both be absolutely perfect for each other. Honest, honest to God, I think they'd be perfect for each other. And I'm, I'm like I'm really good friends with her, so like I'm texting her like, yo, you want to meet this dude? I think like you, you guys would actually be good, and like she'd always make jokes, and she'd always like uh, try to casually avoid it, but she actually I think wants to meet him. But then like I'm telling her like um, I would really like wouldn't be texting you if I didn't think you'd be a good good match. So like, please somehow take this seriously. And <laughs> she's not, uh, she hasn't uh, taken it seriously. Uh, so I think I'm just gonna tell her that I, I really think this guy is the most mature guy I've ever seen when it comes to dating anyone He really doesn't have any expectations. He really just wants to get to know the person and he really just wants to understand and communicate honestly And he finds that just people aren't communicating honestly But I, I think I told him, like, honestly, like I, I get your approach and I really like it, but the reason I think it might not be too successful is because when you're too yourself with women up front like that, it's um, you. there's no attraction at that point because the, when there's no mystery usually, there's no attraction when you... I don't know, maybe it's showing vulnerability this early on. When they, th when it's actually strength and not vulnerability, they think that he's weak, maybe, from, a, from that perspective. I'm not so sure. Right, I started this episode fucking talking about like how I thought Ahmed and Dalia like, have their issues. And it's really important to address again because I am not trying to ever attack anyone with these things I think these are just things that are, are blocking them in a certain way that I think isn't I think that's the that's something they identify with I might be wrong obviously but um, I think I'll just really uh, analyze more people the way I think I need to because I have this part in me that's sometimes mean in, in that uh, that regard I really see that in me and people man
like I'm definitely gonna change my logo back to the logo it was I'm gonna remove the one Ahmed made me like even when when we talked to Ahmed like when we were uh, messaging each other he's like uh, when I changed it to his logo he was very happy of course it's an ego boost now he has his product on my on my thing and who doesn't fucking like that you know really like who the fuck does not like that such an ego boost and he he did it in like two seconds i think it could have been better a million times but he always didn't bother because he always said he didn't have the time but you know you made it you might as well make it better <laughs> but um, when i put his logo on he was like oh like you you made you made a decision better than a lot of other people that I, I've worked with, and I was like, who the fuck is to decide what the fuck decision is? Like, is your decision right that you made the logo like this? Is is the one only vision that exists that should be followed yours? Anyways, I think like with the podcast specifically, it has to be things that I'm I'm making myself. You know, it's my baby, it's my product, it's it's my expression, and it has to be expression that I create, not not anyone else. It has to be my mental images that I, you know, the book is a butterfly exploding from a from everything, and it's it's beautiful. And the logo, I wanted the moon, and I wanted our heartbeat because it's our life. This is Midnight Wisdom, and just having that eclipse is making me depressed. You know, my my podcast isn't supposed to feel depressing, it's supposed to feel light, and like the awakening of, of the universe, you know, it's it's a light thing. It's uh, We're all learning and growing and understanding. The more we understand ourselves individually, and the more we understand the universe, the more us as a collective will continue to evolve and... and who knows what that might bring, man, because that's the nature of how things are moving, and we might as well support that. And by supporting it, we become happy ourselves. We're actually being ourselves and embodying our unique, infinite potential and individuality as a collective towards who the fuck knows what, man. But who knows? I really think like we're going to drift a lot more away before we get close to it again, because... I think we're still very new. I think we're still very new. We're very, very new, man. And if intelligence can start optimizing its intelligence at a certain point like that, because like at the beginning it's optimizing itself in a semi-random trial and error manner, but once it has attention, because it's gathered so much information already, then it's able to start putting conscious effort into into building more connections. To continue growing, to direct the intelligence. So we have this self-directing mechanism inside of us that's constantly aware and correcting everything that's a product of, of the subconscious that's also leading the way with this dynamic interaction with the subconscious. Wow, man. So, I'm trying to figure this out, you know, I'm trying to, I think. What it is, 
as in patterns or movement or uh, relationships like like I can try to see them maybe maybe not try to see what makes I don't know <laughs> whatever the fuck I've been talking about the past hour and a half um, but that's really affecting me man uh, it's really affecting me so much looking into the world like this man I can't focus on where I am <laughs> as much as I really want to you know and it doesn't help that my products or the things that I'm creating uh, it's not nice calling them product, whatever products it's a product at the end of the day that I'm creating that are surrounding and enveloping this exact topic you know it's hard not to keep thinking about it and going into different connections and going down different rabbit, so rabbit holes but like it doesn't 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 like help you in your life i think you know <laughs> i'll be honest you know like this is because uh, the point of wisdom <laughs> the utility and prag pragmatic factor of the things that you think about and the things that you do really how fucking pragmatic how fucking pragmatic I did not know how to interact anymore. So like when we were chilling with Tanya today, we were sitting on a bench, our group, and there was a bunch of just two girls drinking and having a pizza on the other side. And she was like, yo, come over, sit with us. And they were like, fuck yeah. And they came and sat with us. And she like, Dennis's mom is so cool. Like she carried the conversation like a madman, telling stories of things that are happening, like how they're happening. Like she dominates the stage by telling a story. It's so fucking nice. And at some point, like um, she mentions that I got a, like the highest grade on the bachelor 1.0 in Germany. And I was like, why did you mention that? <laughs> and like, she started like clapping and having like the other people clap too. And I just put my head down, you know, smiling, I'm trying to act like this is cool. Trying to take it normally. I, <laughs> how the fuck do you act in a situation like that? I don't want the praise. I don't want to be, be given this <laughs> right now. It's fine. Um, how the fuck do you deal with praise? I think that's that's one of the most and best defining factors of how you succeed as an artist, how you receive your praise. Like singers, you know, when they when the camera goes really close to their face and they have to they're obviously they know that the camera is directly in front of their face and there might be millions of people watching this video at some point and they have to have like their uh, singer face on somehow they like squeeze their muscles and they like try to make their face look cool while they while they sing <laughs> i saw that yesterday and i thought like what the fuck you know like what a mental fuck to go through <laughs> oh shit there's a camera in front of me now i have to really focus hard on looking normal <laughs> when all i should be doing is being normal man all i should be doing is that Oh god. Man, like this is uh what a dilemma life is. I just wanna get my life together. But this is why like to go back to the point like I can't have fear. 
I can't have fear in my life and the wolf and all of that. <laughs> I can't have that fear because I can't help but believe that I'm going on a good direction even though where I am right now doesn't feel right. I can't but help feel that. I can look at the person that I became, I can look at the random things that happened in my life. I can look at anything but I, th I think it doesn't matter what I look at, I think it's something I have to believe. Um, why am I trying to... Why am I anything if I don't think I'll get out of this, you know? Why am I anything at all? But this is what this is what it ends up being, man. It becomes like when you do a, sh a job in sales uh, and you cold call and you try to get people to buy your product or anything like that. You're essentially, you know, first off, getting a lot of a lot of rejection. But the point is, is that no matter how much rejection you get, you eventually have to get results. You have to close. You have to close a deal. 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 It's all about results. No matter what the fuck, people will look at your numbers. They'll say, okay, this is how much you called. This is your conversion rate. This is what's going on. What the fuck can we do about this? You need to sell. And it's not fun, man. <laughs> I'll say that. I don't even know what the fuck I wanted to talk about. I don't even know what the fuck I wanted to talk about. But I feel like I want to finish what I w wanted to talk about. I feel like I always have that feeling. I feel like I always have that feeling that I want to finish what I was talking about. I want to be able to still remember and connect what it was. all about results it's all about fucking results so my life right now is where it's at but the reality is it's been almost a year and I haven't increased my listeners I have been putting zero attempt in doing that I have not I've sold two copies of the book Hoo I think that was pretty cool and two copies of the course I think that's cool too <laughs> You know, even it's like I I made money off of them somehow, um, and I I somehow need to monetize. You know, I need to get results. I need to see that I found a job, found a place, went there, found a good apartment, found a good life, started working, finding a good German course, taking that course, uh, establishing a good routine, knowing what I'm gonna eat and when I'm gonna eat it, and then. Uh, yeah, this eating thing I wish I could uh, solve. My stomach is is a wondrous thing. That's what I have to believe. My stomach is amazing. My stomach is amazing. I love you, stomach. Bro. Bro. Hey. Hey.
looking I'm talking to you. So results, <laughs> results are looking everything. I need to see improvement in my life somehow. And I've been just failing generally in almost everything so far, except the things that really matter. I haven't really failed in those, you know. That really, really, really matter somehow. Yeah, worked out, it's worked out, you know, I'm graduating and that's awesome. Um, doesn't feel like a big deal to me. It doesn't feel like it was worth it. Doesn't feel like it, it, it was worth it because I was able to figure myself out a lot more, but I really feel like I have a lack of skill in my my book you know i don't have skill i don't feel like i have skill at least i don't feel like i have skill i need skill in something and to do that something and to focus my brain that is what is going on that is what is up that is what is up that is what is up are you listening that is what is up that's what is up. I'm really happy about the squats thing, man. I think like I've, I've never been <laughs> as excited to establish a habit. I know, like I just want to know that I I'm as a person carrying myself by doing a hundred like a hundred squats a day for uh, I really don't know how fucking long. Just fucking to carry myself better. No matter where I am, I will be able to to continue. Always, no matter what, a hundred, a hundred squats more. Yeah, I don't know what would happen to me as a person if I did a hundred squats a day for the next like few years. Imagine like just going hiking, and everyone like wants to rest and all of that, and you're like. We're gonna spend the entire day hiking, but I still need to get my fucking squats in, you know, a hundred, which you can do in ten minutes, you know, tops. That's if like you really take your time. Um, <coughs> that's if you really, really take your time, and you just do it. Do like twenty-five, uh, four rounds, and everyone's like chilling drinking water and sitting and you're like you know what I have to put my squats in you do 25 squ squats you stretch your legs a little bit you relax, you sit down talk to the guys again, drink water and then you fucking continue and you keep doing that and I c can't imagine like how how much more you'd be able to carry yourself as a person, I think that would be amazing I think that would be sick I think that would be sick.
yeah, what the brain will tell you to convince you of a certain narrative. Alright, man, that's it for me, I think. As much as I've loved this, as much as the, like, even the full moon's almost out of view, but I can still see you between the trees. I've always wanted the logo of the podcast specifically to have the element of a tree and the element of a moon. I think, I think that's so important. I think that's the most important shit. Um, alrighty, guys, I'm going to end this. Yeah.